from the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake joined as always by Gabby Urrutia. We are here recording on Monday morning, about 10.15 in the morning here on Monday. Just to timestamp it because this time of year, things can change by the hour. Uh, but we wanted to, of course, provide a quick hitter, kind of a straight news uh, not much pontificating type of podcast just to share where things stand here as far as we know on the Monday before the early signing period. So let's jump into it. And Gabby, I like to always, if, if commits happen, I like to always start with commits. And Miami has landed, I believe I have this right, since the last time we recorded three commits, two from the transfer portal, one from the 2025 class um, in high school. So let's start there. Let's start. Let's go in order to let's start with NC State defensive tackle transfer, CJ Clark, who visited, I believe, what, the first weekend of December. He was, he's kind of been a uh, top target for Miami as they like to, as they look to improve the depth and talent at defensive tackle in 2024. And they got their guy, I believe, what, on Friday night. So um, this was good news in that sense. Yeah, C.J. Clark was definitely one of the top names that they chased in the transfer portal. Uh, one of the earliest targets that kind of emerged on our radar. Uh, Miami found a way to kind of close. They got him on campus for that, uh, for, again, that first weekend, that first official visit weekend that they kind of did. Uh, that was really just C.J. Clark, but he C.J. Clark committed to Miami on that visit. He told them he was coming. He was graduating from school on Friday and wanted to announce after he graduated from NC State. So uh, after he he he, gra he did graduate, and then that night at 7 p.m., Miami Miami got him on board officially. But uh, this is kind of exactly what they're sort of looking for in the transfer portal. You know, a big six foot three, three hundred and five pounder, a guy with experience. A guy that's played a ton of football at NC State, kind of in a three-three-five defense, uh, played a lot of nose tackle. I think he feels, you know, better about potentially playing in a four-down front. 
And uh, yeah, I think Miami's really excited to have him on board. CJ Clark is excited to be a hurricane. And I think both feel like they're a great fit for one another. Safety is also a key position of need in the transfer portal. Miami went out and got a younger guy with, with three years of eligibility left here at the college level, Vanderbilt safety, Savion Riley, um, who, you know, played, I believe about 350 defensive snaps as a rotational guy for the Commodores this year. Tell us what Miami got in this young safety. Yeah, I mean, he's a big guy, six foot two, over 200 pounds. Uh, you know, everyone that you kind of talked to about Savion Riley just just really raves about what he can be. Uh, they talk about his physicality, how just natural of a tackler he is. Uh, in the film room, when he kind of sat down and was going through things with the Miami staff, he really impressed them. He's a bright kid, obviously. You know, went to Vanderbilt, played at, signed with Vanderbilt, uh, got into the school. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that definitely understands defenses. And, you know, just talking to some people around Savion Riley, uh, they think that he's just going to continue to grow. He's a guy that's really versatile. Uh, he can play a lot. He can play free safety. He can play closer to the line of scrimmage. He can cover guys uh, in the slot as like a nickel. And I think that, you know, again, just people around him feel like he still has so much potential ahead of him and so much room to grow. And a guy as a guy with three years of eligibility, I wouldn't be surprised if Savion Riley is competing for one of those eight, uh, one of those open safety spots, uh, you know, come come the fall. The thing that stands out to me about him is his tackle rate relative to his defensive snaps is pretty impressive. I think he had 48 tackles. Yeah. Well, again, only playing 350 snaps, you know, just to put that in context. Cam Kitchens, really good safety at the college level. He had about, I think, 59 tackles while playing, you know, close to 650 snaps. So Sabian Riley definitely has demonstrated a nose for the football early in his career. And then, of course, finally here at, uh, to wrap up commit talk, 2025 linebacker Elijah Melendez uh, out of Kissimmee Osceola High School. Um, intriguing, young linebacker i think he checks all the boxes whether that's mike or will i think he's more of a mike but i think he could play as an attacking downhill will linebacker too uh, how excited was miami to get him in the boat for this 2025 class yeah i mean super excited i mean i think they're doing an excellent job i mean i think Derek nicholson's doing an excellent job of, of flipping over that linebacker room and elijah melendez is a guy that's been kind of at the top of his board for a while. Miami was just a second power five school to offer Melendez uh, back in March, David, just not long after we saw him at that Under Armour Orlando camp. And you kind of spotted him out from the pack. Uh, you know, obviously he's a, he's a pretty looking linebacker at six foot two already over 220 pounds. You look at him and he just physically looks like a guy that is, you know, he he's very, very physically, I guess, mature at this stage of his career. He's only going to get bigger and stronger. I think he's loosely related to Justin Flo. Uh, he's originally a guy that I think is from like the Colorado area. So originally kind of a West coast, like that mountain West region type of guy. Uh, so he has some sort of relation, family relationship to Justin Flo. And uh, you know, he's definitely built like, you know, one of those big, strong linebacker types and you turn on the tape and, and it, he he's, you know, he's definitely, physical. yeah, extremely, extremely physical. And he kind of has that, you know, nasty kind of mean streak that you want at linebacker too. So Miami's super, super excited about getting Elijah Melendez on board and they think getting him is going to, potentially lead to a couple others money can be the root of all evil when you don't understand it a couple of bad decisions shouldn't continue to affect us years later and the path to recovery shouldn't be as painful as the regret everyone at some point needs help with their financial situation and pride financial can lend that helping hand 
Pride Financial offers a patient and judgment-free environment and will provide you with the knowledge and power you need to realize your dreams. Once they identify your goals, they will guide you to the finish line, holding your hand every step of the way. Repairing and building credit is only the first step. They'll educate you on a variety of banking and financial institutions, what resources they offer, and how to maximize funding for your financial needs. Gain access to a vast network of realtors and licensed dealers to receive outstanding deals on prime real estate and the newest vehicles to fit your lifestyle. They even offer education and services to assist those more involved on the business side of things. Text 305-393-7698 or email globalchoice underscore consulting at yahoo.com to book a free consultation with Pride Financial, and let's take pride in our finances. The holiday season is upon us, and Midway Sports is here to take care of all of your sporting good needs. Check out their wide range of selections for all your golf, pickleball, football, basketball, and baseball needs with a variety of top-of-the-line necessities and accessories to help you look and perform your best on the field of play. All of that located just a mile south of the University of Miami campus. Midway Sports is also there for all of your team uniform needs, whether that be your kids' Little League team or your adult softball team. Tell them Gabby Rudia with Through the Smoke sent you, and they will take 30% off the price of, your, of the cost of your uniform order. All right. Commit talks out of the way. Now let's get to the part everyone wants to hear us talk about, and that is transfer quarterback talk. Uh, since the last time we recorded, Gabby, um, patience has been required. We kind of mentioned how the timeline was maybe Friday. None of the dominoes have fallen yet in terms of impacting Miami with their transfer portal targets at quarterback. Cam Ward visited Florida State, and so Miami's still waiting on a decision there. Will Howard has visited USC. Miami is still waiting on a decision there as well. We probably think Cam Ward holds all the cards in this, whether that's you know, and I, I think that impacts, honestly, Florida State and USC because I think Florida State would also prefer Cam Ward to DJU. Um, and, and, of course, I mean, Will Howard could commit to USC here in, in, the, sh- in the short future. Um, and if that happens, then this just becomes a Miami-Florida State battle for Cam Ward. But now that we're recording this Monday morning, about 1025, how would you kind of characterize where things are at with Miami's pursuit of a transfer portal quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I still think uh I still think Cam Ward is is obviously the guy. He's the one that that Miami's kind of waiting on. He's the one that they want. Uh you know, of course Will Howard has been a part of this picture as well. Um but I know Cam Ward is the one that they're all in on. Uh you know, obviously they want to get Cam Ward to to kind of jump on board and I think it just it just feels like everyone's kind of waiting to see what he's gonna do right as again whether that's Miami whether that's Florida State if there's some mystery team in there I know dad was talking about some potential virtual visits like who knows what's going on there but I know Miami and I think if you're Miami you know there's you know I I still feel like Miami's absolutely you know extremely extremely in it and I still think Miami's a, a top contender for Cam Ward I think it's just about again just being patient with this process. Cam Ward, like you kind of said, David, he holds all the cards right now. We're everyone's kind of on Cam Ward's time, and uh, again, I think as he kind of wraps up his process, uh, you know, I think it's worth being patient for a guy like Cam Ward if you're a Miami fan because 
you know, again, I think that there's absolutely a path to potentially getting him. And obviously the reward of that is, is massive. So I, I, I know Miami's obviously still chopping wood, still trying to get this thing done. And uh, again, see if they can top Florida state. That would obviously be a huge, huge recruiting win and it would it directly impact your in-state rival. So that's huge. And so, I mean, David, what, what are you hearing? What, what, what are you kind of getting on your end on, on the cam or do you have any feel on it? I do like where Miami stands. That doesn't mean like I'm not predicting Miami lands cam board, but I, if I was handicapping it right now, I would probably give Miami the best chance to land cam board. Now still have to get this across the finish line. There's a lot of I's to dot and T's to cross still. Uh, But I do kind of like what I hear about this situation with Cam Ward. So we'll see if Miami can get it across the finish line, get this done. Um, it'd be a massive pickup for Cam uh, Miami getting Cam Ward. So um, we're kind of in wait and see mode like everyone else. But everything I hear, I think is pretty encouraging from a Miami standpoint. Um, but that doesn't mean Florida State is conceding anything. So nothing's done till it's done in recruiting. Um Official visitors. Miami had a bunch of commits on campus, which was good to see. But everyone wants us to hear. Everyone wants to hear us talk about the guys that visited that aren't committed to Miami. So let's dive into that. And the and really, it's four guys that would be flips to the Hurricanes. And let's go in order of they of their rankings according to the composite. And that means we start with Florida State defensive line commit Armando Blunt, who reclassified to 2024, first committed to Miami, then flipped to Florida State. Now he visits Miami instead of Florida State uh, in the final official visit weekend before the early signing period. What are the vibes here, Gabby, on Armando Blunt, who is a five-star according to the composite ranking? Right. I think by going coming out of the weekend again, everything, all the buzz that I'm kind of getting with Miami and Armando Blunt uh, is, is very strong. You know, I think that there is, uh, you know, again, you got you got to cross the finish line with these things. And this has obviously been one of the most roller coastery type of recruitments that we've seen this cycle. Um, but again, just coming out of the weekend here on Monday morning, uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of, of positive feedback on how things went with uh, with Miami and Armando Blunt over the weekend. He visited with his mom and his dad. Uh, you know, everything that, again, coming out of it has suggested that the Hurricanes are in a really good spot. And you kind of just connect the dots, right, in recruiting, committed to Florida State, uh, only took one official visit that, the whole cycle, and it was to Miami and not Florida State right before the early signing period. So, um, you know, again, I, I feel really good about where the Hurricanes are at here on Monday, uh, you know, let's see what things look like on Wednesday when he makes his, his final decision, but, you know, feeling great about where the hurricanes are standing right now. How about Florida linebacker commit Darius Hayes? Uh, the plan all cycle Gabby was kind of get him on campus for an official visit the weekend before early signing period. And Miami was able to execute that plan. He visited Coral Gables this weekend. Do you feel like Miami is in a position to pull off this flip? I do. I do think Miami's in a position to pull off this flip. And I, I, I think that there, I, maybe there's a lot, I think there's like cautious optimism. Like they obviously, again, 
just connecting all the dots, like, you know, getting here, getting him to Miami kind of, you know, under Florida state's uh, Florida's nose. Like, you know, they didn't really know that he was coming down to visit. Uh, they had planned an in-home visit with uh, Darius Hayes, I think uh, sometime Friday or maybe it was Saturday. And uh, obviously he was in Miami at, at that point that that meeting was scheduled for. So uh, again, just coming out of the weekend, coming out of the visit, uh, you know, again, I think that there are uh, a lot of, you know, people who feel pretty good about where the Hurricanes are at right now. Uh, but again, I think that there is still kind of like that, you know, hesitance of, hey, you know, Florida still has some time over the next few days to potentially, right. you know, make something happen here. Uh, so uh, I, I, I'm still kind of in wait and see mode with the Darius Hayes. But again, I think just coming out of the weekend. Uh, I do feel good about what Miami did in that recruitment to potentially lead to a flip on Wednesday. Ohio State running back commit Jordan Lyle out of St. Thomas Aquinas also visited. This has kind of been building steam here throughout the fall. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's enough momentum here for Miami to pull off this flip? Yeah, I, I think that Miami's in a really good spot with Jordan Lyle to to potentially pull off that flip. He was in he was, you know, at Miami with a bunch of people that he knows very well. You know, Ryan Mack, his teammate. Uh, at St. Thomas Aquinas, a bunch of other guys, Josiah Trader, Zaquan Patterson. These guys grew up, you know, playing football together and, you know, know each other very well. And I think coming out of the weekend, Miami's done just really an excellent job of of recruiting him and uh, selling him on the program, the future of the running back room. And I think getting Jordan Lyle on board has been a huge priority over the course of the fall. And uh, I think Miami has a great shot to to flip him from Ohio State. Again, nothing nothing's ever done until it's done. But I, I, everything that I'm hearing right now, Uh, suggests that uh, Miami can accomplish what they want to in this recruitment. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? (laughs) Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. And then the last high school visitor to touch on from the weekend, Wisconsin defensive back commit Xavier Lucas. Uh, He goes to American Heritage High School, and he is a player Miami's been working on since the summer. Um, What are the vibes there? Yeah, I I do think that Miami has as good of a shot right now to flip Xavier Lucas as they as they've had at really any point 
I do think, I think it's worth mentioning like how sold he is on Wisconsin. Like he does really like Wisconsin. And it's, I think at times it's been kind of frustrating of just like, okay, like, you know, you can come stay home, play at Miami and all that stuff. But for a long time, he really was pretty set on Wisconsin. And I think at this point of the cycle, Miami's kind of worn him down enough where I feel like the win- like the door to kind of complete this flip is as open as it's sort of been at any point. And, uh, you know, going into Wednesday signing period, uh, I, I think, again, I think there's as open of a window as there has been in this recruitment for for Miami. I, again, I, I definitely know he did not commit to them over the weekend. He did not tell Miami that he was coming. I do think he needs to go home and and talk about some of these things, you know, think things over, uh, you know, just try to figure all this stuff out. But, you know, I absolutely see a path for Miami to to flip Xavier Lucas. But uh, I, I don't think a decision has been made there uh, either way. So I think there's, again, still more work to do here this week. But Miami would absolutely love to add Xavier Lucas. You know, just seeing him this weekend, he's definitely got some size on him. He's got some big old hands. Uh, he he looks like a guy who's going to develop really well. They see him playing multiple positions or having the potential to play multiple t- positions. Like they think he'd be a safety. They think he could be a big nickel or he think they think he can play corner. So uh, they really want to get him and get him on board and into this class. And then a couple of, of transfer targets visited too to, to touch on here. We'll start on the offensive side with Indiana transfer offensive lineman, Zach Carpenter, who's an intriguing guy. Cause he would, he would be, uh, the center um, for the Hurricanes in 2024, replacing Matt Lee, who's on to the NFL draft. Uh, Zach Carpenter originally signed with Michigan. He then transferred to Indiana, and he's been a starter there the last two years. Played pretty well at center here in 2023. So what what uh, what are the vibes you're hearing on Zach Carpenter? Yeah, uh, Zach Carpenter, he visited North Carolina, Maryland, wrapped up at Miami. Uh, everything I'm kind of hearing right now is that a decision could get made uh, sometime here on Monday. Uh, I think the Hurricanes are in a great spot. You know, all the feedback I got coming out of the weekend has been, you know, really positive with Zach Carpenter. Obviously, uh, there's a big hole uh, on Miami's offensive line at center with Matt Lee off to the NFL. Uh, and I think Miami would just they would absolutely love to add Zach Carpenter to to kind of fill that vacancy. Uh, I think right now uh, Miami's in a really good spot. I heard, you know, North Carolina was probably maybe the, the other primary contender. But, um, you know, I do think Miami has a there's definitely a route for Miami to close. And I think if they do, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some movement here uh, sometime on Monday. Seems like a center with pretty good size, too, at the college level. Huge. Six, five. 295 very very large yeah he's a big kid i mean he's he does he's definitely bigger than than matt lee maybe matt lee's a little bit thicker but zach carpenter is just a big a big guy and then middle tennessee state transfer defensive tackle marley cook one of the best pass rushing defensive tackles at the group of five level really the last three years um does a nice job of, of pressuring quarterbacks at the group of five level he decided to visit Miami instead of Ohio State this weekend. How do you feel like this one's trending? Yeah, I think this is trending in a super positive direction for Miami. Uh, everything I'm hearing off of the official visit weekend is that Miami is the program in the best spot. I think even before the weekend, before he canceled that Ohio State visit, he had a top three of Miami, Ohio State. And I think Baylor was the other one. Uh, Miami was the visit that he took before the dead period. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he of a decision got 
made before that January window opens. So I don't know if there's any more visits on the schedule for Marley Cook. And uh, I think Miami's in a is in a fantastic position here going into, you know, again, just this next wave of transfers that we'll probably see after, you know, bowl games or whatever. I think uh, it'd be a good opportunity for Miami to add another strong interior defensive line pass rusher type. So, uh, you know, I think Marley Cook's definitely one to be excited about and, you know, see if Miami can can kind of finish things off there. But I'm getting a lot of really good feedback there. And then, of course, there's other names of interest to mention here on Monday signing day. You know, it's tough getting these classes over the finish line with your own guys. Other schools, you know, when you recruit well, other schools are going to want to flip your commitments. And that is happening right now with running back commit Kevin Riley, who is from Tuscaloosa County. And the University of Alabama currently needs a running back to add in their 2024 class because they've missed on some. And they have turned to their local guy, Kevin Riley. They were able to convince him to take an official visit uh, to Alabama over the weekend. But Miami's going to battle and try to keep him in the class. What's the sense uh, that you're getting on Kevin Riley, where things stand with Miami and Kevin Riley as of 1038 this morning? Yeah, I mean, just my read right now is that, you know, I know Miami and Kevin Riley, his family are all in communication. They, they've they been in touch throughout this whole process. I don't think it's a, a lock that Miami, um, that Kevin Riley flips to Alabama. Uh, Miami's definitely, definitely working hard there to, to, to try to keep one of their prized, uh, you know, offensive weapons in the, in the class. I mean, Kevin Riley was a high priority for the Hurricanes. Over the course of the entire process, Miami worked really, really hard to get that done over the summer. But even when they got it done over the summer, they knew that a situation like this was kind of possible, right? They knew that Auburn and Alabama were going to be tough to kind of fend off, or they felt like they're going to have to fend them off over the course of the whole process. So this was what Miami uh, believed was going to happen. Again, I think that they're very, very aware of what um, you know, what needs to kind of take place and what they, I guess, you know, whatever it takes to kind of get this thing done. So Miami's definitely going to battle. Uh, I do force, I could definitely see a situation where Miami holds on. Of course, I could see a situation where Kevin Riley flips, but I think that there's still, uh, I don't think anything definitive is, is, is kind of done either way from my understanding. So uh, I do, if Miami can find a way to keep Kevin Riley and potentially flip a guy like Jordan Lyle, like that is, and has been the dream scenario for the past few months. So uh, that's still what Miami would, uh, you know, wants to accomplish in the running back room. And I'll say this. I mean, look, I'm not saying Miami's definitely going to keep Kevin Riley. I think that's up in the air. I think there's a chance that happens. But I will say there is a track record of this regime being good at playing defense. They, they for the most part, are good at keeping the commitments um, away from other programs that try to poach them. So we'll see if this can be another one of those scenarios. Attention business owners. Have you filed for the employee retention credit? Do the latest IRS releases have you concerned about your filing? Are you seeking clarity on your employee retention tax credit filing? If you've done your employee retention tax credit filing to a third party and have reservations about its accuracy, Turn to the experts at Musarino Furdock PLLC. Their team of experienced tax professionals will conduct a, a meticulous assessment of your filing 
ensuring it adheres to all relevant regulations and guidelines. Their rigorous evaluation process will leave no stone unturned, providing you with a comprehensive analysis of your employee retention tax credit submission. There's no hidden fees. They're here to help business owners who may have fallen victim to a third-party scheme. Seek certainty in a complex landscape. Call Musarino Furdock, PLLC, at 561-437-0414 or visit musarinofurdock.com. That's M-U-C-E-R-I-N-O-F-U-R-D-O-C-K.com. Are you a business owner or manager in need of seasonal or temporary staff? Let the folks at LT Pro Enterprises assist. The folks at LT Pro Enterprises can help you find laborers for your business in the state of Florida with an expanding footprint to other states as well. Reach out to Lionel Torres at torreslionel1, the number one, at gmail.com. LT Pro Enterprises your source for all of your staffing and labor needs. Xavier Mincy is a guy that Miami's been trending well um, for quite some time. He is the four-star defensive back, top 100 player out of Daytona Beach mainland. Where Where's the sense? What's, what are the vibes there with Xavier Mincy? I think it's worth mentioning he's not going to announce publicly on signing day He's going to wait till the All-American Bowl. Uh, so that one's going to require some patience. But what what is the confidence level Miami's feeling right now with Xavier Mincy? Yeah, I, I think right now the school that they're potentially most concerned about is Alabama. I think that's the school they've been kind of concerned about for uh, a good portion of, like, I guess the fall. Like, I think that I, I'm not uh, I'm not totally... I mean, we'll see what happens with Florida and Florida State. Obviously, both those schools are recruiting him, and especially Florida, uh, you know, is 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 going to recruit Xavier Mincy really hard all the way through. Uh, but I think if you're Miami, you're still feeling good about where you're at in that recruitment. Uh, they've done a good job of just kind of being consistent and constant with Xavier Mincy. Uh, I think that they've just gone, done a good job of kind of selling him on what his role could be, uh, you know, just within the program. And I think that they've just built great relationships there. And I think Miami – has as good of a shot as anyone uh, with Xavier Mincy at this point of the process. Uh, but I think, again, I think really internally Alabama might be the school that uh, they're most concerned about. Cause I think Alabama has just, you know, it's just one of those schools where it's just, you know, you don't, you don't ever kind of write off Alabama for a DB and the, the idea of developing and playing under Nick Saban uh, as a DB is, is obviously massive. So um Right now, I do think that Miami is in, in that top tier of schools in, in contention. Uh, and I would probably, you know, stack Alabama up there. And I think I've been saying that for, you know, a couple for a while. I don't I nothing I've really heard to this point has kind of swayed me from that line of thinking. Let's close here by touching on a couple of elite five stars. Let's start with the number one overall player in the country. Wide receiver Jeremiah Smith out of Shamanah uh, Madonna High School here in Broward County. Um, the sense Gabby, he of course is still committed to Ohio state. Uh, Florida state is kind of viewed as the top team that could maybe flip him. But I do think Miami's lurking. I think Florida is kind of hanging around a little bit too, but from a Miami standpoint, what is 
the sense you get on where things stand with Jeremiah Smith? Yeah, again, I think a lot of the national reporting has kind of suggested that Miami's kind of on the outside looking in and, you know, it's either he's either going to sign with Ohio State or flip to Florida State. But, uh, you know, Miami, uh, from my understanding, still is still in this recruitment. They're still going to work, you know, tirelessly to get Jeremiah Smith on board. Mario Cristobal went in home with Jeremiah Smith and his family last week. Uh, you know, and again, I think one big potential factor here could be is can Miami kind of close on their quarterback, right? Like, let's say Miami finds a way to, you know, they're able to get a guy like Cam Ward on board before Wednesday. Like that, that could be a potential major selling piece to a guy like Jeremiah Smith, who, of course, is going to want to is, you know, has the talent to, you know, play early at whatever school he decides to enroll in. But you know, I think if you're Miami and you're armed with a quarterback like Cam Ward, you can go to a Jeremiah Smith and say, hey, like, this is going to be your quarterback. And also, by the way, we have an opening at wide receiver because Colby Young transferred. And, you know, the, we we basically still have to figure out that side of the field. And look, you can potentially walk right into that job because you are talented enough to do that. Uh, so I think if you're Miami, you can sell the playing time. You can sell the, you know, the offense. You can sell the production. And now you have, a high-level quarterback that you could sell uh, Jeremiah Smith to. So I think that the potential of a guy like Cam Ward, and if you're able to kind of get that done before Wednesday, would be huge there. But uh, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not riding off Miami at this point. I think, uh, yeah. Again, I think that there's still too much time on the clock, and um, you know, I still think that there is a path, but maybe it's a narrow path. But I don't think Miami's totally out of it the way that maybe some suggest that they are. And I'll say this too, like. NIL firepower doesn't always equate to landing a player. But in this Jeremiah Smith recruitment, I think Miami's NIL is willing to do whatever it takes to get it done. Now, again, that doesn't mean a commitment is going to happen just because of NIL. There's other factors involved too in any recruitment, but I do think that's worth mentioning. And, um, you know, that is one factor that Miami does have going for it. Also, five-star cornerback Ellis Robinson, uh, Georgia commit. He's a guy that Miami's always kind of been hanging around with. Um, what's your sense here? Yeah, I think that I think that's done. Like as far as I don't think that Miami's in that recruitment anymore. Uh, I think they they did a really good job just over the course of the process of kind of staying in it. I think they finished finished a solid number two in that recruitment, but I just don't foresee a situation where Ellis Robinson signs with Miami. Uh, again, I think he gave him a the time of day. I think even here in December, you know, during the in-home visit season and, you know, getting to meet with the coaches and talk with the coaches. And again, I think that, you know, he, he, I think he was legitimately, you know, communicating and expressing some level of interest even here in December. But I, I think we're at a point now where it's just not, I, I just don't see a situation where it happens and I expect them to to follow through with Georgia and you know be a bulldog all right and is there any other recruits to touch on or are those the main players to know yeah I think those I mean just for you know I think what's important right now I think we touched on everything that's of note at this point and as we're closing this podcast I don't think I'm gonna get uh, exposed here for bad tweet information, but there seems to be some buzz that maybe Will Howard is about to commit to USC. So we'll see if that is the case. And uh, again, news happens fast here. 
dominoes will be falling quickly over the next couple of days. Uh, stay locked on InsideTheU.com. Gabby does a great job of, of keeping everything up to date as much as he can. And we'll probably do one more podcast here before signing day on Wednesday. We'll probably do another quick one uh, on Tuesday. So appreciate everyone for listening. Again, wanted to provide a quick little snapshot here on where things stand on Monday morning. There will be definitely a lot of twists and turns before Wednesday, and we'll be here to cover it all. So until next time, take care.